Hey everyone, and welcome to the Wellness Farm Podcast. This is your go-to podcast for all things wellness and mental health. I'm your host, Ari, and I am a wellness content creator, licensed pharmacist, and functional nutrition counselor. So we have a very special guest this episode, Lindsay Wynn. She's the founder of Momotero Apotheca, and we are going to be discussing all things female vaginal health, especially UTIs and preventative care. Um, so without further delay, Lay. Lindsay, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, Ari. It's so nice to be here today. Thank you so much for having me. Um, for those listening, again, my name is Lindsay Wynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Momotaro Apotheca. We are a certified organic vaginal health and wellness company. We got our start um, a couple years back when I was going through my own experiences, which we can like dive into later. But um, really, we're just trying to create kind of this 360 degree solution for, you know, sexual health concerns, vulva vaginal care. So everything from UTIs, bacterial vaginosis, yeast infections, irritation from sex, clothing, exercise, really like all of the lifestyle issues we deal with and, and, and what that means to us, right? So like beyond just the physiological symptoms, how is it affecting us emotionally, mentally, et cetera? Your company there's really no other brand that is doing it like you because your ingredient profile is so effective and so clean and it doesn't irritate the vagina, which is honestly a game changer in the female health and wellness space. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your kind words. And I mean, <clears throat> it's it's so important that, that people begin to expand their expectation and understanding of what yeah, vulvovaginal health can and should be, right? Because we do have all this misinformation about either like, you know, it comes from both ends of the spectrum. It's like, whoa, like the femme care aisle isn't necessary. It's douching. It's bad for us. It's like these vaginal washes, which is, that, that is totally true. But there are also like acute symptomatic products in there that get buried when you are needing help for BV, yeast infections, et cetera. And so there's like all of this stuff there. You don't know what to use. There's been little to no innovation in the last 30 years. And like you said, there's so many um, aspects of the ingredient decks that are really like often do more harm than help. And, and I'm actually really appreciative in the last five years, um, we got our start and launched very, I mean, very bootstrappy. I was like selling Momotaro out of like, no joke, a tin can, <laughs> yeah. you know, at least you gotta do what it. you gotta do. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And like people were confused what it was and how to use it. And so, yeah, like going to some of these wellness events and talking about this more that it's, it's, it's not about making your like vagina smell good or taste good or like that expectation. It's about like feeling good and feeling confident, right? Like BV happens to every, like to, well, one in, you know, one in three people have a lot of women right now, like yeast infections, UTIs, about half of women in their life will get it, will get a UTI. Like the, it's so common. And so we're really trying to destigmatize and create products that look at these issues holistically, right? That aren't just like, okay, I'm going to mask this one product, this one problem and potentially start another, like the irritation yeah. or the vaginal dryness or something like that. So yeah, that's, that's, that's our mission is like to treat our full vaginal health holistically and like actually treat it, not, not mask it or not just like yeah. soothe it for a day and then it comes back. Yeah. Getting to the root cause, which is something yeah. I'm very passionate about too. And I also think it's nice that I feel like on your socials too, and like through your website and your packaging, you guys provide a lot of educational points too. It's like when I was younger, before I was really knowledgeable about anything related to 
wellness or health, I thought like the summer's eve, <laughs> you know, like the like the fragranced washes, I thought those were good for me and I was supposed to be using that and I thought, you know, vaginas are supposed to smell like flowers and so that actually caused so much harm to my microbiome. I just think there's like so much beautiful packaging and not enough actual straightforward um, information and getting to the root cause of problems. Um, but I kind of want to like get into why did you even start the company? Like what was your story and um, what were your struggles and why were you like, okay, I'm going to put things into my own hands and I'm going to start my own company in this space. Totally. I mean, of course, like no one, well, maybe some people do, but as a child, I wasn't like, oh my God, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life talking about vaginas. Like I didn't realize this was like (laughs) my calling, but you know, anybody that works in this space, I feel like comes through it out of, out of being passionate. Right. And so seven years ago, six, seven years ago, um, actually, yeah, something like that. Um, and trigger warning for people. This is like kind of a spicy story. Um, I had a new romantic partner and we were on a hike and we decided it would be a good idea to have sex in a hot spring. Um, which is not hot, (laughs) sounds hot, but it's not hot, especially if you know anything again about the vaginal microbiome and bacteria. And it actually also speaks to, you know, kind of another aspect of vaginal health and shame women have about their bodies is that I kind of knew this was bad, but I was too embarrassed to be like, Oh, I don't want to have sex here because I'm going to get yeast infection. Yeah. Yeah. And you like, didn't want to admit that my body wouldn't be perfect or whatever. And so you know, and you think there's, you're surrounded by nature and cliffs and whatever and waterfalls, but yeah. Anyways, of course, you know, long story short, I get a raging yeast infection at 27. I didn't know what to do. So of course the first thing I do, like you, you go to the fem care aisle, right? I get a monostat and for, for some people they have, are they're allergic to it, right? Like different types yeah. of azoles can be really, really irritating, whatever. I was totally allergic to it. It was actually like very physically uh, disruptive at that time, like burning as soon as I inserted it. It didn't obviously work. I then, mm-hmm. of course, went to, um, you know, I, this started a long journey into lots of different doctors, both my Western ob to naturopaths, uh, you know, traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurveda. Like I started doing all of it because, of course, those those first traditional uh, methodologies didn't work and they actually made it work worse. And statistically, we know um, when you use a monostat, actually these, this, these can make your infections recurrent. Um, same thing yeah. with other antibiotics. And there's a lot of new studies coming out about this. And, and of course it made them cyclical. So my yeast infection caused BV, which caused a UTI, which yeah. gave me a kidney infection, which then of course on antibiotics, I get another yeast infection and back again. So after six months or so, however long, I was like, I I have to do something else. My doctors aren't listening to me. Nothing is yeah. working. So of course I turned to like the Google, uh, which is also terrifying. <laughs> Dr. Google. <laughs> Dr. Google. And I was like, what am I going to do? And, and, and this is another like, again, scary thing. Like if you can Google it, I have done it. And I highly do not recommend doing that as yeah. well. Nobody in 2023 should be shoving a raw garlic clove up their vagina or no. like trying to like balance putting in a yogurt soaked tampon while they're like dog licks up the yogurt they yeah. still so that was just <laughs> so unpleasant yeah so so that was kind of it and and I was lucky my 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 partner at the time and still my current business partner his background was in um 
biosciences and sustainability. And, you know, as I was going through all this testing, there were things and ingredients and things I started to research that that were effective. But at the end of the day, I still didn't have this like be all end all that addressed every aspect of whether it was infection, discomfort. And then of course the, the, you know, social cultural aspects that like made me feel good. I'm like, I was so embarrassed. I was like, felt disgusting. I couldn't have sex with my partner. And like, it made me feel gross. I didn't know how to talk about it. And none of the methodologies, be it the products themselves, or even my, my OB-GYN and a lot of the people and places I was going for help weren't making it better. So that's really it. Like we wanted to make something that was beautiful, discreet, straightforward enough. Like you know, like if you see the bottles themselves, like I can have this next to my bed if I want and I'm not. No one would know. Totally. No and and know. it doesn't call my, it doesn't say like my vagina needs to smell like a rain orange blossom or yeah. like, <laughs> you know, call it by like my clan, like some weird euphemism. Yeah. You know, that, that really took away from me being able to communicate my issues to my partner. Cause I wasn't about to be like, I, can you please go get the like, you know, fancy clam wash for me. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. so it was all of those things that started, you know, playing into it. And, and we wanted to make the super product. And um, our first product we launched was the salve, uh, which again, is still our like hero Amazing. product. And yeah. it addresses all of these things that like, in ways that hadn't before, I'm like, okay, so like micro tearing is irritating me from you know, sex and even sometimes tampons, those like tiny tears that yeah. that would give me potentially a yeast infection or that irritation where I know then I was in a place to get one. Um, soothing like topical ointment, right? Monostat comes with that like weird sparkly gel that you put on and it doesn't yeah. even really feel that good. So I'm like, this needs to be like, I need to be able to apply something to my vulva and feel it working. And I was like, and of course I want the clinical data to know these ingredients, which yeah. is out there that this is actually going to work. Um, and it's not going to, to deplete my system in another area and cause a different infection. And so that's really what we do and what we've continued to push for in every aspect of Momotaro Apotheca, like products that work, products that talk about our bodies in ways that are like inclusive and affirming and expand on all of those ideologies. So everything from pain to pleasure, like just really looking to create um, a very deep well of information and products so people can get the help that they need. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I think a lot of women who tend to have recurring UTIs or chronic UTIs oh. um, or even, you know, recurring yeast infections, yeast infections are so common in women and they'll go to the doctor and then they'll be back like a month later or like two weeks later and they'll be like, hey, like I have another yeast infection and then they just keep getting prescribed fluconazole or they're being told to go take monostat to just try something new and they're not really getting to the root cause of the problem. So like I I just recently had... she wasn't like a client of mine. She was just honestly a friend, but she was like, I have the worst yeast infections. I get them like every two weeks. Every time I go to the doctor, he just kind of brushes it off and and just prescribes me something else that doesn't really work. And I was like, dude, you need to you need to strengthen one, your immune system, and number two, the bacterial um, microbiome in your vagina so that you don't have yeast overgrowth, like get to the root cause. Yeah. And then um she finally started taking a probiotic. I recommended your probiotic actually. And um, she was like, I haven't gotten a yeast infection. Like, I think I just had a simple, you know, 
microbiome imbalance. Um, so I appreciate like your products just because it does help you get to the root cause. You want lactobacillus, you want like healthy bacteria in your vagina. Yeah. The probiotic is such an important one. And yeah. like as a company that works in this space, you know, having to try and tell people we're like, okay, so this is like in a, this is a vaginal probiotic. It's also a digestive gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like, you know, clinical studies against like the the immunotherapy aspects of it, of like making it, your immune system increase because that your your a depleted immune system is also correlated to recurrent vulvovaginal candidiasis. Like it's, yeah, it it just makes sense. And so why aren't companies addressing this? That goes back to like we have to address the root problem, which is like it's more than just like your vagina and that's it. You know, it's it's totally cultural it's stigma yeah. it's all of these things like understanding our whole bodies are connected like it's just such- no yeah like she literally had she was like i i was like taking a shower and like literal clumps of just like white like white clumpy discharge discharge would just fall out and i was like you need to take a probiotic but it also goes back to the point where we need to also address the fact that utis aren't just caused by like not having good hygiene. Of course that is that can be a potential cause of it, but there's so many other so like lifestyle um causes and biological causes. Wow. E coli is a really common strain of bacteria that causes UTIs and sometimes the bacteria that's in your intestines can also get into your um your urethra, your bladder and cause UTIs. And some women are actually already they already have bacteria that causes UTIs in their urethra or in their bladder because they just already have it. Some women tend to be more, um, not infested, but like they, t- they, they tend to carry bacterial balance. Yeah. They, they tend to carry that bacteria more. Yeah. And so they're more prone to UTIs, whereas other women aren't, or maybe some women just have lower immune system. So even though two women are the same in terms of their, their practices and their hygiene, maybe one woman just has lower immune system. And that's why she's getting UTIs more, um, like a more recurring UTIs more chronically. So I want people to understand that too. Like it's not just because a woman maybe is isn't wiping right or like isn't peeing after sex because yeah those definitely are causes but there's so many biological causes even medications like um birth control right like the low birth controls like low low estrin those sometimes not all the time but sometimes they can cause an imbalance in estrogen in the vagina and estrogen um is is correlated with how much healthy bacteria you, bacteria you have in your vagina, and that can cause you to get yeast infections, or can it can cause you to get UTIs. So there's so many different factors at play here, um, which is why prevention is key. Yeah, that estrogen point is so important because, it, like, you know, everyone not every I guess you know for most people you're like you go through your menstrual cycle that's all like your estrogen changes during your menstrual cycle. Like this is happening to you or your friend at any given time. And so again, it points to those like differences. Um, People always like, why am I getting a yeast infection? Or why am I getting UTI when I'm on my period? And like this, this is like one of the things that's really hard to put your finger on, but like, you know, your hormones are changing or like, yeah, your blood is a different pH than your vaginal microbiome. That's why it's maybe causing irritation. And, and like, I love these conversations and even just, you know, the language you just put to that, it's like very, it, this is science. This is like, our bodies do incredible yeah. things. And like, it, like there's no reason to be ashamed of it, you know, and, and vaginal wellness is not one size fits all. So like you said, like finding what works for you 
is really important. And it also might not work for your friend or, you know, whatever, your parent, your sister, your child. Um, and, but I, I do think as we talk about it more, mm-hmm. we all have more options and a better understanding of what we can do, which is so important so that you don't get to this like chronic infection point. Like I was right. I was like, yeah, my, my immune system, yeah, my immune system was so low. Like, you know, there's also a clinical psychosomatic correlation to uh, chronic UTIs, yeast infections, BV, because we're so stressed out, which lowers our immune system. So because these things, you know, they're so shameful, they're hard to deal with, like they yeah. hurt so many things. So it's, yeah, I'm always excited to have this conversation and put like a little bit of like rigor to the just like randomness that we feel when you're like, fuck, I have a UTI again. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely scary. I feel like I've I've actually never gotten a UTI myself, but any any issue you have medically as a woman, but also any vaginal issue you you have, it's always a little scary because you're just like, okay, what do I do now? Because it's so frowned upon to talk about it, um, and we need to start normalizing. Like it's okay to talk about these things and make it normal because it's literally our bodies on that point i want to go into prevention now and i i want to talk about what are the best ways just from like your own experience and how you've formulated your supplements especially like the uti supplement or like the the yeast infection bundle that you guys have what are the best ways to prevent a uti and like a yeast infection you know this is such a dumb one but i'm like (laughs) the the thing that has been so important to me and i feel like we get caught up in is like I drink all the water is my first, especially for UTIs. Like yeah, flushing out your urinary tract and system is so so important. Um, and and same thing with with um, hydration and yeast infections, right? Like like moist, hydrated vaginal tissue will prevent tearing, will prevent irritation, which it's one of those things that then again will prevent you being, you know, more susceptible to any of these infections really. So hydration is really important to me. Um, Managing to, and these are, these are personal anecdotes, right? Like yeah, managing tissue quality um, really, again, it goes to hydration, but if you are doing something that causes itching, irritation, or inflammation to your vulva, both to like, say your urethra, like which can happen during sex where like you are having a lot of friction. So you're not only, exchanging, you know, bodily fluid, potentially chemicals from like condoms, lube, et cetera, um, that can enter into your urinary tract or mucous membrane through, you know, vulval vaginal walls, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so make sure you're using lube when you're having sex or like are well lubricated, turned on, you know, depending on what you, your body yeah. does is capable of. Um, so that is really important to me. I use our salve religiously after sex. Um, again, it has really beautiful antimicrobial soothing benefits to it that are going to, and I hate to use this word, but kind of like it like cleans it up, right? I'm like, okay, I'm putting this on and I know whatever bodily fluid is like yeah. gone. This antimicrobial aspect of this product is going to like eradicate that. I'm very sensitive to, well, like all things now, whether it's semen, latex and like lube is, is really hard for me to use. Um, this always helps. So I feel like a lot of people have that inflammation after sex and you're like, oh, I'm kind of in pain, especially penetration. Um, I use this yeah. in this prevented yeast infections time and time again for me. I really have not had one since, um, we created this product. 
um, with UTI specifically as well, you know, or well, I guess all of them, I sleep naked. This is super crucial. I wear a hundred percent cotton underwear. Also yeah. super important. Um, and I'm trying to think like, I say those things, but my, my light caveat is we can't all be perfect all the time. Um, which is again, why we created these products. Like sometimes I want to wear the like slutty lingerie that is like maybe lace. That's a little bit too yeah. tight, maybe irritating <laughs> or whatever, or I might have like a cocktail or something like your diet also is very, very important. Like you're a functional nutritionist. Um, if you're someone who has gone through, yeah you know, having candida imbalances, like the candida diet is very common, but, you know, eat lots of leafy greens. Um, a lot of fiber is always really important. Um, stay away from sugar as much as you can. Yeah. Sugar is just really hard. It's what candida feeds off of. Same, like it's really, it's just really hard on our reproductive and general health actually. Um, but have these, you know, for me using these products, when I can't necessarily do everything because I don't always want to, right? I want to have a drink. I want to have sex. I might be sitting in my wet swimsuit on vacation. All those yes. things are fine. Yeah. You know, and it's about to be summer. Um, make you more susceptible. So it is, it really is about lifestyle um, changes uh, for sure. And a probiotic. I mean, the probiotic that we make is like the number one prevention. I just spent two and a half weeks in Asia, like eating and drinking all the things. And the probiotic saves me every time, especially like for keeping your digestive health, um, on track. So that is really important to me. And to speak about UTIs a little bit and, and the products you do use, you know, even if they aren't ours, um, for people that are getting recurrent UTIs, like you said, about 70% of infections come from E. coli, but there's a lot of new information that the 30% is not. And so what are we doing that's different? Pay attention to the information you're getting from your doctors. Ask questions, write them down beforehand. Yeah. And if you've been trying to get your you know, vaginal health on track, like, and it's not working, you do, you have to take it into your own hands a little bit. Like you do and, and don't be shy. Your doctor works for you, right? Like you're going yeah. in there, you're paying them. And so if you're going back time and time again, and they're just giving you like the same fluconazole dose, which like, again, statistically has increased, I think like it's doubled, um, since like 2005 and it's starting to become resistant. It's totally resistant. And yeah. this, isn't, this isn't just like a crunchy you and me like thing. This is statistic, like this yeah. is clinically trial. So yeah, that was kind of a mouthful. Um, what did I miss there? No, you honestly covered all the bases. I think so first off, I think lifestyle, drinking enough water so that you're peeing regularly, peeing after sex helps so much. Second of all, I think that regularly taking a preventative supplement is so much better than taking antibiotics and having to deal with just being thrown around from pharmacy to doctor to your house to pharmacy to doctor and people think that they shouldn't take supplements unless they get a UTI and then they think that the supplements will help and that's honestly not the case like supplements aren't going to get rid of the bacteria and anti um, biotic will, right? But supplements are going to lessen the chance of you getting a UTI because um, things like cranberry or D-mannose, which I believe are ingredients in the UTI yeah. supplement, right? Yeah. And you have a couple other really great ingredients too. I guess we can get into that in a, like right after this, but 
These are going to prevent bacteria from sticking to your um, your bladder walls, and it's going to prevent them from colonizing and and causing that UTI. So you don't have to wait until you get a UTI to start supplementing. You can just do it now so that you don't have to suffer later and take these harsh antibiotics, which will then, you guys, antibiotics cause yeast infections in women. It is very common. Um, if so if you take an antibiotic, you should always be using a probiotic two hours later. That's like my thing. I tell everyone, but it's a vicious cycle. Um, so what are the specific ingredients in the UTI supplement that you picked out, you love, and that you want other people to be taking? Yeah, we were really specific, you know, about this UTI supplement because so many people go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, I just had to go buy like, you know, a giant thing of cranberry and a giant thing of Dimanos, which again, these are great ingredients that I love, but we're not yeah. seeing, you know, total efficacy from them. So we wanted to add things. We wanted to create a super supplement that, like you said, also would benefit other aspects of our, you know, vulva vaginal health. And so we added uva ursi, which is really awesome. This is this one is also pretty common. People are, are familiar with this. Some of the ones that I feel like are more unique, um, like Oregon grape. Um, it's an, again, an antimicrobial. This is actually in, uh, quite a few of our products because it's so powerful and such like, and such a diverse ingredient, like it can do so many things. And then we also include marshmallow root and, and the addition of these ingredients in particular, I felt like was special because it's not just helping flush, um, the urinary tract. It's also like, it magnetizes it to the center from, uh, the like urethral walls, right? So it's not like kind of crumbling down. It's all coming to the center and then flushing it out, which is is theoretically more efficacious than the cranberry, what the cranberry does, which is, you know, mostly like a diuretic um, yeah. and even the demono. So those feel really important that like, and then again, you have this, this uh, like antimicrobial running through your like digestive tract, your urinary tract, um, and that's helping rebalance your bacteria as well. Again, like you said, preventing these infections at large, or that is the idea. So you don't get to that infection point, like you said, because it is going to be way less of a headache, not getting, yeah. you know, taking one extra supplement a day. And what's cool about ours too, is this is a supplement that can be used for daily upkeep maintenance. If you're someone who knows you get these, or you can two, four, six, eight X, if you do have an acute yeah. infection, which is really nice. So you don't have to go back to the doctor and be like, I need the thing for this. You know, you really can like, you know, they're really safe, um, really gentle ingredients and the way we formulate it, they're meant to be able to be buildable, which is awesome with all the products that we have actually. So can't really yeah overdose which is awesome yeah no definitely I think it's cool that you also included like other ingredients like the marshmallow root I honestly didn't know much about how beneficial it can be for women who experience UTIs until I did a, I did more research on your ingredients but I also noticed like conventional UTI supplements they tend to have just cranberry and like D-manos and maybe like vitamin C that's usually like yeah. the core but yeah. like you said, that's really not enough for prevention and you want more. You want really effective, head-on, straightforward, clean ingredients. You don't. Yeah. You also don't want any like gross fillers and things that just don't work in your body or even cause bloating. Yeah. So um, yeah, I just, I love your ingredient profile. As far as, so UTI, great. I think we covered all aspects of that. But as far as like BV, 
and yeast infections go? Like what are some ways we can prevent BV from happening and yeast infections? And by the way, you guys, bacterial vaginosis and yeast infections are not STDs. These are very common. So please keep that in mind. If you ever get BV or yeast infections, it's not an STD. But um, yeah, so what are like some ways we can prevent bacterial vaginosis? Yeah, that's BV is so hard. So bacterial vaginosis lives in the like biofilm of our, you know, bodies. And so like, it's really hard to get rid of. It's not like you're just like, that's, and there's a lot of studies going on about it. I wish I really knew. I know there's like this one experimental that's happening where they're trying to replace the biofilm in like a woman's cervix to see if her recurrent BV will stop. Like all this like crazy experimental Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Um there's one thing I think that yes, that there's a difference. So yeast infection is fungal um, and bacterial vaginosis is bacterial, right? So those are two different things. So they're actually two different um, types of inf- imbalance versus infection actually, right? So BV tends to be a, an imbalance of the pH, right? So your vaginal microbiome has a particular pH and so you want it to stay balanced. And BV is um, the imbalance that people typically associate with, um, and I hate using these words because I think they're offensive, um, the fishy smell, right? Like you're like, yeah. oh, my, my, vagina, my vagina smells kind of funky. What is that? It's it's usually BV. And again, it's incredibly common because we so many things can disrupt our pH, you know, and this is again about BV in particular. So goes back to it, like semen, super common. You have sex and you're like, why the fuck did I have sex? And now yeah. my vagina feels off, smells off, et cetera. And so yeah. alongside BV, the like kind of fishy smell, uh, you can also have a lot of itching and inflammation, some like cloudy discharge as well. Um, and again, these, it's, it's, you know, pretty benign. A lot of people live with BV, but it can put you more susceptible to potentially STDs or a pelvic inflammatory disease because it puts your immune system at risk, right? Mm-hmm. And so BV for me, big prevention piece is... Like if someone, if you are fluid bonded with someone, make sure like semen is leaving your body. If you're not uh, trying to get pregnant, um, make sure you're paying attention to what lubes you are using. Um, Good Clean Love is one that I like, as well as Lark Love. And these are pH balanced, body safe lubes that are not going to disrupt your pH. Really, really important. Um, pH balance can be disturbed, again, similarly to like staying in a wet swimsuit and letting yeah. bacteria grow. That's a big one. Like during summer, um, I'm huge in like taking my bikini off at the beach and like you know, maybe I'm going into the bathroom and spraying hydrous all over my body or just like, again, letting like some fresh airflow because bacteria tends to thrive in dark, wet environments. Um, those are my big ones for BV. Again, the probiotic as well. As well. Yeah, the probiotic. Um, is huge. Um, I just really, really love our, um, probiotic and, and yeast infections follow suit in kind of the same, uh, the same recommendations, right? It's just an infection that manifests differently, right? So a yeast infection is going to be candida overgrowth. You're going to have that white chunky discharge. I tend to think a yeast infection is way more, for me personally, way more uncomfortable than BV. Like I have a lot, a lot more inflammation with that. And the Again, the discharge is very obvious. It's white, it's chunky, um, where sometimes I think the discharge with BV can sometimes also look like um, ovulation fluid. I feel like those can get mixed up sometimes if, if you're, not, yeah. you're not really like comfortable like understanding your body or not knowing what your vaginal health normal is. So I will say that like 
within this conversation, know what your normal is because everybody is different. Like what your ovulation discharge looks like, you know, try and focus on like what, you know, your cycle, what your, what, yeah. what color is your menstrual blood? All of those things are really important and incredibly nuanced to each individual. Um, but yeah, really same recommendations for, for yeast infections as well. Like it's really vaginal health as much as these infections and, and, um, imbalances can manifest in different ways. Like the prevention is really like kind of this like full circle thing, right? It I don't is. know if you agree with that. Like when I say I would it, agree. the recommendations it's, are similar. It's all connected. They're all very similar in how we can prevent them. Our bodies are honestly just full of living organisms. Yeah. And it's our job to keep these living organisms in place and to maintain this like equilibrium. Yeah. Um so I feel like with back, I feel like with yeast infection, it's like very straightforward. You want to make sure that you're having healthy bacteria in the vagina. Bacterial vaginosis, same thing. I will add that a lot of women, when they're like younger, I, I feel like when they're like 16, 18, 20, they do fall victim to this ideology that they should always be smelling good, like and using these fragranced body washes and lotions and whatever it may be, especially if they're just starting to get with a new partner, obviously mm -hmm. you always want to be looking oh. good, smelling good, you know. And unfortunately, those can put you at such higher risk for bacterial vaginosis, especially because you're just wiping out all the good bacteria yes. in your vagina and you're just basically just cleaning it out really with these soaps and, and dyes and whatever. Um, so yeah, I think I, I agree with you. I would just add like stay away from fragranced body yeah. or not even body washes you guys fragranced um vaginal washes you don't need a vaginal wash no. like no. like who needs one no I always no one. People, like the vagina is self-cleaning right but this is like such a nuanced thing because like a lot of people don't even really realize that like the vagina and vulva are two different parts of the body right your vagina is yeah. like your interior vaginal canal that's inside your body your vulva is everything on the outside and so like Anytime you're putting something up there, like be, this is both like on a product and a person recommendation, be mindful of what and who goes in your body. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's really important. And yeah. yeah, it's funny. It's like, I don't even say that because I feel like I'm such an, in this like bubble where people don't use those products, but yeah, like I know that they're available and out there and yeah. you, you, you really don't need them. There are so many other things. Like for me, this is part of why we created the tonic is because I was like feeling so self-conscious and I was uncomfortable. So, and like body washes, anything was irritating me. And sometimes you do want to like, you know, you can gently wash the exterior of your vulva, yeah. right? But yeah. even that, I was like so triggered by it that I would like sit in the bath with the tonic, which it, again has, you know, the big one there, the active there is going to the, be the berberine within the organ grape. And, um, you know, I kind of like let like the warm water and you know, this really beautiful oil kind of like soak in and it felt really good and soothing and like somewhat cleansing in a way that wasn't offensive. I was like, okay, I feel good. And I feel better after like having sex exactly, and all those things. But yeah, don't, you don't need to wash your vagina, your bubble. You don't need to douche like, but you can find things that help your body feel better. Like, exactly. you know, the second piece to the vagina isn't, um, is self-cleaning is that like, but it's not self-fulfilling, right? If you do like, take a supplement that will help you, but it's not going to hurt. And so like thinking about what products we use with our body, right. They should work together, not against each other. Whereas yeah. like, 
you know, the products that are more commonly available, not even I feel like they don't even bring you down to baseline. It's below that. Like you said, it takes away all of that. It just wipes your, yeah. your shit clean. Like yeah. it does not benefit you. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, yeah, I, all the way. I honestly fell victim to that. Like at, at such a young age, I was like, oh, like every woman needs to use a, a vaginal wash. It's like, no. And be very mindful of, of, of uh, the advice that you're getting as far as feminine care goes, because yeah, you definitely don't want to be following advice that will hurt your body. Even um, us, like, we tell people like, it's like, we might be the certified organic plant-based option, but like more importantly, we want people to find the right option for them. And sometimes that, you know, that, that if you get a kidney infection, you have to take the antibiotics. That is not a choice. That is a health, like you're, you have to, you have to, right. And so like, again, like give people the information so they can prevent it and then understand where you drive, draw the line. Like we all are told, we saw the food pyramid when we were kids and we were told to eat this thing to keep ourselves healthy, blah, blah, blah. Your vaginal health is no different, right? Like yeah. here are the prevention pieces. Here are the things to do to keep yourself healthy. And then if not, right, shit happens. You go to the doctor, you get the antibiotics, like whatever. But we've never been given like a holistic option ahead of that. It's always this post-acute symptomatic care because it's like we're shushed away and we don't want to mm-hmm. talk about our vaginal health. But then yeah. by the time we are, it's because we have to do something about it. And that's not fair. No, it's not. And I think that – I think it – honestly, people might not agree with this, but I think it should be a requirement, like, taught to women um, because we're being taught sex, sex ed at, like, what? What grade are we 12? taught sex ed? Like, 12? 12. 12, I mean, right? So why, why don't they also age. teach women about – or, like, girls about how to care for their bodies and their vaginas? It's so – it, it just it makes the most sense, you know, and then women don't have to suffer in silence and get shushed by their doctors and then have to do their own research, kind of like how you did, right? Yeah, let's start a crusade on that. I mean, like, yeah. why are we not talking about like the three to four most common infections that are not sexually transmitted? Like we can talk about those too, but yeah. which they do. They do talk about those, but it's because they're like, it's out of fear. They're trying to make you feel shame and scare you out of yeah. having sex, which we know doesn't work. Um, why aren't we talking about the things that like our bot that happen to our bodies naturally? Like the, what they've selected is very like to, to teach is, is no accident and it's kind of fucked up. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I think it's actually like, they should be ashamed of themselves almost because I just feel like women, so like, it's not even just me and you. I feel like at least we're in the wellness space and we have knowledge about this now and we're pretty like well-versed about it, especially you, but so many women in this in, in this country alone are not and yeah. they're still using like vaginal washes they're still getting recurring uh utis they're still having chronic utis which is like when the bacteria isn't fully eradicated um and and it's and it's just an endless cycle and they're suffering and i think also on a side note i think that is why tiktok as an app itself has mm-hmm. been so popular especially yeah. in the health and wellness space because people aren't comfortable talking to their doctors um whether they're women or men unfortunately yeah. i've had doctors who were women who would just dismiss me immediately um or make me feel really awkward if i talk to them about vaginal health or even women's health in general which is sad 
not all women, but you know, I've just my experience. And so I think that's why like TikTok as an app is, is so popular now. It's because people can find the information that they're looking for. They don't feel judged for it. And there's a community of people who have the same issues and they're able to discuss it. And I think that's been like really helpful too. Um, so we should have that same discussion in, classrooms and whatever workshops we're holding just in general right just make it more normal and 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 let women know that there's other people who are wondering this too or who want guidance on this too yeah and I think like it it will help everybody right you normalize it within women there's less shame about it they're able to talk to their partners like then there doesn't I always hated the like disparity of like, this is my issue to deal with only. Right. So I have to carry this weight yeah. and I, I have to feel shame. You know, if you normalize it, it helps everyone and everything. Right. Like it's the whole, like, if it's not, if it's not all women, it's no women. Right. We can't pick and choose our activism around this. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Whether it's BV or yeast infection, whether you got it cause you fucked a hundred people or you got it because you wore a wet swimsuit at church camp for too long. It doesn't matter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You have it. Yeah. I just mean like, I just mean like at the end of the day, this happens. Like, let's stop shaming each other. Like, let's just yeah. kind of like mind our business and take care. And like, you know, it's, we have all of these other like specialized, like we have our dermatologist and we have our podiatrist and our dentist and stuff. And like, we all yeah. deal with getting cavities and like all these things, but like, when it comes to vaginal health, you're like, Mm-mm, nope, I'm good. I'm pure. I don't get it. I have never gotten a yeast infection. Or like, I know people are like, I've been getting yeast infections since I was six, you know, like, yeah, since I was a child, which again, we don't talk about and it happens. And I, I talk to a lot of parents that are like, can I use this on my daughter? Because I can't, I don't want to give her these like really offensive products and the yeah. doctors keep prescribing her this. And I'm just like, you know, yeah, we've done a lot of work to make sure these are our body safe, you know, obviously while consulting your pediatrician, because yeah. like, it's just so common in every, every aspect, every part of the world. It's every so life. common. No, one time I remember my second year of pharmacy school, I was so stressed. I was under so much stress that I just kept getting sick because my immune system was so bad. And then I got the worst yeast infection. I wasn't even doing it. I was literally just sitting at my desk studying, but I was, I got a yeast infection because I was so stressed. My microbiome was off. I wasn't eating. I wasn't drinking water. Like I I just wasn't taking care of myself. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where the person got it, how the person got it at the end of the day, everyone deserves the right treatment and the right attitude in order for them to heal from whatever issue, whatever vaginal issue that they're having. Totally. A hundred percent. And, you know, again, find what works for you. That's my like advice and preventative care. Take the UTI bladder support supplement, take your probiotic, use your salve during your cycle, use your salve. If you maybe had too many drinks, if you're stressed out, you just had sex, like it's people are always like, why the sap? Why does it help? I'm like, well, you're putting this like beautiful. It's magic. It's honestly, it's magic. <laughs> but like in your, in your, in your, on your, on a mucous membrane, like you're absorbing those ingredients. And, um, you know, we, we worked on that. We work on our products for a long time. R and D is totally our thing. We're obsessed with the science. So if anybody ever has deeper questions, ask us, we'll, we'll answer and happily. And if we don't know the answer, we'll find out. And we've, we've pushed and continued. Like when people come to us, like we just did a conference about lichen sclerosis, like 
because people mm-hmm. needed an offer. So we've been working on like lichen sclerosis information and yeah, like what else do you want? What are the other issues we're not addressing? That's really Momotaro's like yeah. work. I love that. No, I, I love your guys' brand. I love everything that you stand for. I love um I love using your suppository after my cycle. Yeah. I love using the salve. I take the probiotic. I recommend a lot of your products to women who are going through menopause as well. So it's really a, a brand that caters to all ages. Yeah. Um, because all of your products are so soothing, especially for dryness and irritation. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um so yeah, but I, I loved talking to you about all things vaginal health, UTIs, BV, yeast infection, all of it. Yeah. Where can people find you, like find your um, brand on Instagram? What is your guys' handle? Yeah, so we are Love Momotaro, L-O-V-E-M-O-M-O-T-A-R-O. Um, I'm in the DM sometimes. We have another girl that works with us, but we're super active on social. Um, our website's momotaropotheca.com. Um, you know, we're direct to consumer. You can also buy us on Amazon. We're expanding some wholesale real retailers as well, just so people can get these, their products or their hands on these products quicker. Um, and I always tell people our chat bot on our website is not a bot. It is a real human being that lives in Brooklyn. Yeah. So, so it's like a direct lifeline to us. Like if you have a specific question, don't hesitate to go and be like, um, hi, I just did this thing. What do I do? Um, it's not going to be as quick as a chat bot might be, but it's definitely always within a couple That's hours, so cool. which is great. And so, yeah, like talk to us. We are obsessed with the, with this stuff and helping people. Every person that works here has a personal experience with this. And so it's like no judgment. It's empathy first too, which I love. Like, you know, all of the education on our blog is written from a firsthand perspective. So Amazing. and we cover so much. We have pride coming up. So we have a ton of cool queer content coming out. You know, we just did all of this really diverse education around Mother's Day and different identities there and just like so much of the like stuff that goes in with motherhood, whether it's like being sexy or postpartum care, fourth trimester, vaginal tearing, yeah. pooping when you are giving birth, like yeah, really which is very common. Yeah, by very the way, common. Yeah, very. it happens. This is, this, yeah. this is the human body. You're pushing yeah. a human being out of your body. Like, yeah, pushing you hard. Know, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's gnarly. <laughs> So yeah, so please reach out. We love like finding gaps in our education and just being able to like grow, you know, vaginal wellness like really is not about one person or one experience. So we are always excited to connect with people and help, yeah, ourselves learn and them and all the things. Well, I had a a wonderful time speaking with you. Keep working at it. Keep developing new products. I can't recommend you guys enough. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Ari. I really appreciate it. And hopefully, well, next time we get to do this, we get to do it live. Yes, I know. I, I, because like this podcast is still a baby podcast, honestly. So it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I just started January, like the new year, which it's been really fun, but I want to get to the point where I'm in a studio because that would be so much more fun. So hopefully next time as a follow-up, we're in a studio together. We'll make like a big Momotaro (laughs) studio space and all all the experts and you can own it and just be like, this is what we're talking about today. We're manifesting that. That's going to come true. That's what I want. Yeah. Like how do we like turn sexual health, vaginal health, women's issues, like into, yeah, it's like our own radio show here. This is where I tune That would in be so, that's a really good idea for you yeah. guys. Yeah. 
it's but we, really you have really to do it. You, you're better. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, you have to be on there too. Uh, in the background. I'll, yes. I'll be a, a, a frequent cameo. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much, it. Ari. I really appreciate it. And to people listening, thank you as well. Um, and yeah, I look forward to connecting again. Thank you.